0: Good evening, and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With him, as always, is the wonderful Karen Rendazzo.
1: Don't sugarcoat it, Dean.
0: And the amazing Chris Rendazzo.
2: Follow the creepy brick road.
0: We here on this week's episode talk television. This week was my choice. I chose the spooky episode of Supernatural, seeing as it is the beginning of... 31 days of Halloween for GeekAid. Everything for the next couple of weeks is going to be scary. Yeah! We're going to talk Supernatural Season 2, Episode 16, Roadkill. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. What shows we should be watching. Just let us know you're out there. We want to hear from you. So, guys, how much has uh Dean aged in, you know what in as many years as it's been on I'm gonna say four days
1: <laughs> I know right, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's disturbing how he like, his brother has gotten older yeah
0: A- and and you no know, Gilmore
2: girl's Dean is getting older, but supernatural Dean is well supernatural
0: i <laughs> uh, okay, so the entirety of this episode as i'm watching it, I'm looking at the girl um what was her name molly molly and i'm like i know her from somewhere like i Mm -hmm. couldn't and it was bothering me and of course with with the you know the internet once i sat down and looked it up i found out why i knew her and she's the mom she's she's satan's mom and lucifer <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no, that's not enough of a payoff for all that pain that I was." Like, like, I felt it was something bigger than that, but nope, that's the only thing I knew her from.
1: Uh, isn't she? I think she's also a fairly big character on Babylon Five, which is not um, not Babylon Five, Battlestar Galactica, Battlestar. which is not something I've watched. Please don't at me.
0: So uh, neither have I. You can at me all you want. I don't pay attention to Twitter. It's fine. Um, but th- I this episode was such a nice reminder of what the episode, you know, the monster of the week show that supernatural used to be before, you know, heaven, hell, you know, gods and, and, and Satan's. And like, it was just, this is the monster. This is what we have to deal with. We're going to take care of it and then move on. And this had so many jump scares in it. I forgot how, how well done this show was like, for a monster of the week kind of series. The, there's not much to it. So they 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 it was it was a it was a good scary episode. I I had a good time. What did you guys think?
1: Well, first of all, I was like I don't know, tripping the Wayback machine seeing how young they were like you know, it started well I mean, after the cold open with the with the couple that crashed the car, I was like, "Oh my God, they're babies." Yes. Um, and not just in appearance, but as they're going along in there, like whatever, trying to find the the monster of the week, mm-hmm. it was like a more innocent time for the Winchesters. <laughs> it was. more <laughs> <So we're> like, <laughs> Dean had no time for anyone's shit. Yep. Like now he's now he's a lot softer. I yes. think. The,
0: I do like days. the way they they. Like, I guess the show is so new that they have to explain things that we all now Mm -hmm. 13 13 seasons in just take for granted. Like, they have a conversation about salt. Right. Like, ah, I knew that. But they used to have to explain that shit.
1: (laughs) And the, um, what the hell? (laughs) The
0: the tree. uh, No,
1: when they opened the trunk of the car with all the weapons in it and the girl freaked out. (laughs) And they were like, oh, no, 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 no. You have to like like by now they know to like prep somebody before they do something weird but they were still making that mistake of like let's just open a truck tr- <laughs> tr- trunk full of weapons in front of a civilian and like not even warn them
0: I I mean everything everything was really like because this is this is like a um a quintessential horror story like mm-hmm. you know, from from you know, when you sit around a campfire, that's the monster on the, the the ghost on the road that terrorizes people once a year, and the nice little twist of the the Molly character was a nice add in that that showed like the softer side of Salmon Dean, the emotional side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because like you don't, I don't remember that very often in in the earlier episodes. Like once it gets. Further into season they have to start building stories and characters and whatnot. Yeah. They get there's a lot more ties, but like this is the first time I ever remember them actually giving a shit about the outsiders. hmm So it it was I mean, the special <laughs> the special effects, I'm not talking about like when, you know, they, they hit the ghost with the car. That that is pretty much stayed the same where it just turns into that smoke, but when like they first come upon the the the, the Greeley character, and mm-hmm. and it's just like the way the camera angle is, and it's just showing the disgustingness that was his stomach. I was like, wow, they they dropped a they dropped some money in this. This is this is well done. Good job. <laughs> I'm I'm officially creeped out. The it was a simpler time for the show.
1: It really was, and this was a good reminder of how simple the show could be. Because I definitely didn't. um, I mean, it's been been, what 11 billion seasons. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember this one. You know, (laughs) like there's only so much room in my brain. As I'm Um, sitting
0: there, I'm like, I feel like I feel like this is a thing, but I honestly don't remember, and that's fun
1: because it
0: has been so long.
1: And so, you know, going through it, halfway through, I'm like, all right, this is a pretty standard, you know, just mm. n- nothing, nothing particularly special, but pretty fairly exam- exemplary. Mm-hmm. And then they came in with the twist of, of Molly's deal, and I was like, ah, this is one of those supernaturals where you're like, get to see that this is a little bit more than just your typical ghost story.
0: Right, yeah, And and what I liked about the how how both Sam and Dean reacted to the same situation very differently, but then at the end, it's sort of like all came together as like, yeah this is this is our life, this is what we have to deal with, but it's not as black and white as as you know as some of the uh, as they present it sometimes, because you know it's it's all fake and it's it's funsies, but in their world. That Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of shades of gray, and that that was a a thing in this show that keeps progressing or keeps happening over and over again. You know, going to hell, you know, being part demon. I mean, like I actually had to sit down and and try to remember like what what was the cliffhangers for each of the earlier seasons before Satan shows up or before Mm -hmm. the world is going to end, kind of thing. And I had totally forgotten about the yellow eyed demon really totally forgotten about it and you know the 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 service that i'm using to watch it gives a little synopsis and then i say oh that was a big deal like yeah it was i could easily go back to the the earlier seasons and rewatch everything and it would be like brand new again and it's not it, it really hasn't changed it's still the same I don't know there's the, still the same gravitas for the show, mm-hmm. like they take it very, very seriously, and then at times they're just you know, oh, God, I wish at one point in time we could turn the corner, it would be a nice house, like that's funny. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> what did you think, Chris?
2: Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, as somebody who doesn't watch this show, this is a reminder uh to my to me that I could very easily watch this show. <laughs> I really enjoyed this episode. It was, uh, it was really clever from beginning to end, um, especially because I thought I had it all figured out, and I didn't. So, I was, you know, I just thought this was... I figured, here's season two of a show that's been running for uh, approximately 870 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is just going to be a nice little straightforward who. And then I, I was like, oh, hey, she was dead. That's kind of a neat twist. Didn't see that coming. That's pretty cool. Um,
0: I, I had an inkling of it when the car disappeared but i was like no i, I think yeah, i would remember that
2: i was pretty sure it was you know her husband was dead or maybe her husband was you know took really? over for him or something <laughs> like that i don't know it was such, i figured it was going to be something a little bit more predictable than her being uh having been dead the whole time which uh you know good on your show but it was it was it perfectly acted you know the way that this show is supposed to be you know, it was um just the right amount of kitsch uh and just the right amount of entertaining and yeah you, having seen only you know very few bits and pieces pieces of it and you guys are talking about like you know when satan shows up and all that jazz it's like there, it's It was really fun watching them talk about things, like, and this just is such a basic level, like, yeah, we don't know what happens in the afterlife. I'm like, yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Even I know that you know at some point in time what
2: happens. <laughs> <laughs> that shit gets pretty definite. <laughs> There's uh, very clearly defined uh, answers to your questions, sirs. Um, and it was neat seeing their—because uh, I don't think I've ever seen an episode this early on—and seeing their relationship of, like, you know— he's just all like oh, all demons are bad period all bad things are bad Gra. and you know Han- i keep call him hank what's his name sam sam see hank and dean are the venture brothers and yes. that's where my mind is at and constantly so i'm calling him hank so hank uh he's always like he's he's sitting there like maybe they're not all bad you know maybe they're kind of good and i miss rory and uh <laughs> It was just kind That's of neat hard. seeing them in the in in that kind of a their little brotherly relationship, and this was it was a good time. I'm I was uh was very very pleased to have watched it. Good.
0: I I I also, you know, the, some of these episodes get a little story heavy and they aren't as scary, but this episode, like, there was a good three or four ju- at least jump scares and then just. A couple of the scenes were just like rough like that like i said the 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 reveal of the bad guy um there's a torture scene which was mildly uncomfortable because half of the time I'm thinking she's she's I think she's dead, not hundred percent that she's dead, but this other ghost is slicing her up, so can ghosts do that? I don't know the backstory on what can happen, and the the, the whole episode she is interacting with them in a very real manner. Like she's sitting down in the, in the car and he references baby. I I love that.
1: Mm, (laughs) I love that car.
0: And uh, like, she is there. She is there. And when, you know, they show up at the house at the end, I'm like, I knew it. I I knew it. And no, look at, see, this is what this show could be. And, and, and has shown it can be. It's. I like. I like being reintroduced to to these older episodes as if they are fresh because it. I it. I liked it just as much the second or third time that I'm watching it because there have been a lot of episodes, and it's still fresh. It's still mildly original. Like they took a classic horror story and twisted it up a little bit and Sam and Deaned all over it and. Made it their own, so I I really appreciated what 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 was actually put out. So
1: it's also good evidence of why this show has lasted so long and why fans love it so much. Is that you know before all the the heaven and hell stuff, before like all the wacky gimmick episodes. At the end of the day, this is what this show is, and this was really good. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I I was like I was having a conversation with with Ange about. Like, what were the major, major points? And I, I, for some reason, I fully remembered dad not being there ever. Like, they start, I felt that they started season one going, oh, our dad died. Let's take over the family business. And she brought to my attention, I think he's there for two seasons. Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm, see, now it's all going to be new again. <laughs> Like what was what was the the big reveal that their dad was alive that their dad was dead that their dad came back like dude, that's three seasons right there <laughs> good <laughs> stuff so I am I am um, I am pleased with this pick because this was an internet pick I wanted to watch Supernatural and I went online to see which one I should watch to to, to top of the scary heap and you know this is the one that came up and and for once I. I agreed with <laughs> with the internet. <laughs> it's a very rare occasion super, when I do
1: that. Super rare.
0: <laughs> so, all right. There it is. The beginning of 31 Days of Halloween for us. Um, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. <coughs> Geek Aid's 31 Days of Halloween is back. Dan Ryan is kicking off the 30 days of spooky Halloween content with a truly impressive feat. Each day in October, he will take a look back at the best horror films of the past 31 years. He starts all the way back in 1987, which saw some truly classic horror greats, including Evil Dead 2, Hellraiser, Monster Squad, Lost Boys, and The Gate. Get your daily dose of Halloween horror with 31 years in 31 days every day at GeekAid.com.
2: Alex Azar usually sticks to the kind of horror that can be found on screens large and small. But for this year's 31 Days of Halloween, he decided to take it up a notch to write about something truly scary. You may think that a sexy Handmaid's Tale costume is the scariest Halloween costume society has barfed on us to date, but you haven't seen anything yet. Alex takes us back to what used to pass as a scary Halloween costume in the dark days of the past. I've seen the pictures in this article, and I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Don't miss the true horror of Halloween, located in the think tank.
1: Just when you thought it couldn't get any scarier, Mutant Musings is back. Ah! (gasps) Jonathan and Patty discussed the finales of X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold, the official return of Wolverine, and how Char- Charles Xavier and Lilandra could possibly make a baby bird together. Neither of our hosts were particularly happy with the trailer for Dark Phoenix, but that's okay, because they spend a lot more time welcoming October by discussing a fun issue of Nova, where the titular hero goes trick-or-treating with some ex-students. Could Pyro and Iceman's couple name be Icy Hot? Could Thunderbird and Blink's couple name be Lunderbird? Find out on Mutant Musings, episode 33, Foul Language.
0: You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more, right now at geekgate.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. And it's time for some news. Uh, first up. From TVLine.com. More info on the Veronica Mars front. My God, that just every week there's more. Um, we're apparently four are reported now. Four mm-hmm. four original cast members, or f- what do they call them? Franchise vests? Vets? Um, not vests. Not That's vests. Thing That's entirely. Completely different. Um, Jace, uh, help me. Logan's Jason coming Doring. back. Doring. Logan. Um, Dags the third Percy Who is That That was Wallace That's the, the That's the, Wallace The friend right mm-hmm. Yeah Okay uh, Francis Capra Capra Weevil <laughs> And David Starzak Starzik Close Yes Now is, th- is that
1: Dickie No I think that's the dad
0: Okay so w- we're gonna do this Which is
1: weird yeah, I think he Wait, went to who's prison. dad? Uh Dick and Beaver's dad.
0: Okay. But what about Oh, did you just
2: say Dick and Beaver's? Yes, yeah.
1: the two kids <laughs> in that family were nicknamed Dick and Beaver.
2: That's not the right I one.
1: mean, Dick was like Richard Jr., so they called him Dick, and then the little brother was like a punk, so everybody called him Beaver.
0: Interesting. All right,
1: so you really need to watch that show before the survival comes around, babe. I,
2: I mean, like, I was about to make a joke. Like, I've been th- sitting here thinking, like, I this show seems like the kind of show that probably had, like, a character named, like, Betty Jupiter or something. That's a, you know, foil to Veronica Mars. Oh. But then Dick and Beavers came up, and I was like, yeah. well, nah. Yeah,
0: sounds Good. about right.
2: <laughs> sounds about right.
0: Um, I am shocked that Dickie hasn't been announced yet. I would figure he yeah, would be the I first don't know. one on board
1: he's doing a super successful youtube show great i guess <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> all right maybe maybe he's holding out for more money like Le'Veon bell but that's football and nobody cares but me so never mind
0: okay so we need to get dicky back and the dad those are the only yes. two I, I want back anybody else that you could think of mac which one's mac 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 mac
1: the girl she her friend Tina Majorino.
0: She she had a, a smaller role in the movie. Yes. Right? Okay, so yeah. Um now uh 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 Jessica Jones was she Christine an original Miller. cast member or did she just show up in the movie?
1: No, she was in it. Okay.
0: I couldn't remember.
1: Before she was famous.
0: Yeah, and now she's famous. And I would like her to show back up as Jessica Jones though.
1: <laughs> that would be <laughs> like, amazing. Like a <laughs> rival P. I <laughs> And then throw <laughs> Vinny Van Lowe in there for good measure. <laughs> all, right. Nice. all right, all right. Hulu, get on the phone with me because we need to talk. We can make. Paper. I have we, ideas. We have
0: ideas. All right. So yeah, there. It's still coming. So more. I'm. I, I'm uh, There was also another little bit that there was uh, apparently um, a, a a script or a story had come out previously, the thousand dollar tan line, mm-hmm. and. They didn't do it, but this is sounding like they're doing it, but it's not. So I, I, I it was just weird how they brought that up. So, like, apparently fans of this show know all of the extended universe and every bit of information. Uh, but this is new, and it's 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 one giant case that's going to last eight episodes. So that's more time than the movie had. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. I'm excited. Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's let's move on to the next one. Now Karen posted this, but I feel this is more in line with, with Chris. Um Chris, have you have you officially made your plans for Thanksgiving this year now?
2: Here's the problem. Oh is no. that I am never ever available to actually sit and watch mystery science theater on Thanksgiving, but because there's always like people. stuff happening. There's always people there and, oh, and things to do. And I can't just, I can't just ignore the people in my life so that I can sit and watch mystery science theater as much as I want to. Um, but I did as a Kickstarter backer, get the email about this uh, a day or two before the, uh, the story broke about how um the premiere for the next season of mystery science theater is actually happening on Turkey day, which is pretty wild. Because that's when the show itself premiered uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, then it's always been kind of a special thing. They always did these Turkey Day marathons, and they just brought them back a few years ago. Uh, They started doing them on YouTube or yeah i think youtube they were just you know throwing up uh favorite episodes and whatnot and joel did a bunch of host segments and it was uh pretty great so i'm i i think this is wonderful and uh i can just about guarantee that i won't be able to sit and watch any of the episodes on thanksgiving i still haven't made it through the pre the, the previous season that i kick-started because oh. Oh. I, it's it's hard to find that kind of time to sit and watch something um especially something that i'm watching by myself like having well, it, that much time to myself to watch something is unheard of
0: is it this also so, a thing that you put on in the background and you end up
2: falling asleep to it like that's I uh, think
1: it, that's true of the ones you've seen a million times ex- exactly you yeah you want to watch for the jokes
2: yeah from when I'm watching the first time I want to actually you know watch them okay. and uh right. I do would love to fall asleep to it but again that's I don't have a TV in the bedroom. I can't. Fa- I can't fall asleep to these. I don't want to keep caring up. So. Can't, can't, can't
0: get Netflix on the switch yet.
2: <laughs> no, and I don't know why. Why it's so weird. There's no YouTube or Netflix on the switch yet. So it's on my is, phone, but you know, there whatever. is a.
0: There's an image in this article, and and uh, uh, Crow and what uh, what are the two robots' names? Servo. Sorry, Tom Servo.
2: Tom Servo and Crow T Robot. They they have bodies now. They have always had bodies. Well, legs. Yes, Crow has always had legs. You didn't see them that often, okay? But they've always been there. And
0: that's Crow.
2: But Sir Tom. Let me click on the article
0: here. He he just had a base, like a a Dalek, like base.
2: Hmm. Where the heck is? Here we are. Sorry, give me a second. Here. Uh,
0: and I don't know if I gave credit, but this one, this article came from the Nerdist. So. It's about... Yeah, there half, it is. Halfway down. See, because the top, the top image has what I'm used to. <laughs> and in that middle...
2: Like, that's it, not their bodies. That's all putting <laughs> That's that's clearly a segment of some sort that they're doing. Because, you know, there's Gypsy. She's got yeah. the same... <laughs> okay. They've all got the same bodies. Yeah, no. Tom, Crow has always had legs. They're just these big, long, lanky legs that stick out of the bottom of what you see okay. behind the puppet. And uh, Gypsy is... A tube, yes. basically. I <laughs> so, knew
0: Drifty was a tube, and that's sort of blended I in with the background, so I didn't here, it, but see it till you actually pointed it out.
2: I, I don't know what's happening, but I'm very excited about okay. it. Okay, all right. These, so. This new season, I just think, was wonderful, and I, I can't wait to see where they go from here. I really can't.
0: So Thursday, November 22nd, that's when Netflix is dropping the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Uh, check I think it they're out. They're
2: calling it season 12, maybe? Uh, 13 I are can't calling remember
0: it. Do, 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 do. False Orthas. 6 episode 11th season. There you go. So More Mystery Signs Theater 3000 is more gooder. And you'll be
1: able to see it in the not too distant future.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> All right, so next up from dot uh, shadowandact.com um yeah. This came, This 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 was sort of out of left field for me. Basketball legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar tapped for writing staff of Veronica Mars
1: revival.
2: I did not know he was a writer. No, <laughs> nor did I. Uh,
1: but, I don't think uh, anybody really did.
2: But apparently,
0: he's done some writing. Like, uh, he did run for the Hollywood Reporter. He's written a couple of books. I mean, like so. And if. Uh, What's his, What's uh, the the showrunner? What's his name?
1: Rob Thomas. Rob
0: Thomas is. If Rob Thomas, like I really feel that he is trying to do the best for his show. So if he's, he's if he's tapping Kareem, it must make sense. Like mm-hmm. even if like okay, let's let's look at the other let's look at the other side of that coin. Let's say he's just doing it for hype. How much hype can you get from Kareem Abdul Jabbar? Exactly, so I'm gonna have to because he just, he wrote uh, like he penned an essay on the radical politics in Damien's Sh- <laughs> musical La La Land. <laughs> like, it, okay, that's interesting. I, I am I am curious to see his 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 his, his abilities in writing because um, I know he's a good bas- was a good basketball player. So, I I I don't know. It was surprising to me. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll check that out when uh when Hulu drops the the episodes. We could, let's see if we could figure out which ones Kareem actually uh, helped write. Um, next up from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay, so. This is more talk about the Connors, which is the Roseanne spinoff, because Roseanne is no longer on the show. We're happy about that. Um, Johnny Galecki and Juliette Lewis are joining the cast. Now, John has was part of the original cast. I thought he made a cameo in the first season, but apparently I'm wrong.
2: I thought he did, too. I was pretty sure I'd seen pictures of that. Okay, because
0: uh, maybe... Maybe he just made a, like a, a guest appearance, like he wasn't part of the full cast? Yeah, no, he, he wasn't had, part of the full cast. Okay, so I thought he was because I thought they were still together. But, neither here nor there, he's coming back. Uh, not sure for how many episodes because he's still doing the, the Big Bang Theory stuff. Um, and there are names, like, Juliette Lewis is playing uh Blue? the girlfriend David told Darlene about now, who, which mm. one's David?
1: <laughs> That's Johnny. Johnny Galecki's Galecki's character. Character.
0: Okay. So they're coming back together. Okay. Interesting. I it's after everything that has happened with this show. I so don't care. I want to, I think because I feel that they're trying to, you know, lemonade out of lemons kind of thing. But it's passed for me. Um, one note is that I th- I don't know if we actually said this, but uh, I, f- I feel like I knew this beforehand. Um, Connors will premiere in October, and Roseanne Barr's character um, is being killed off because she is struggling with an opioid addiction. Yep. So I don't know if Which that was...
1: both topical and um what is it like delicious justice
0: yeah I, I don't, yeah, I don't they know they killed that Dan
2: was... off in the old show and now they're killing her off yeah yeah
0: I, I, it's weird that the, like that's the choice like
2: it's it, it just seems to me like there's a definite want to do this show like mm-hmm. they really thought that they were on something and I guess in, to an extent they were but it's just like at this point just make something new make a yeah. new version. <laughs> just do something and go fuller house reboot it or something. Yeah. Just do something else. Oh. It's coming back. Well, Godspeed. All right. Bless their hearts.
0: TV com bringing us the season three of daredevil teaser. Um, it's, it's the introduction of the return of Wilson Fisk, uh D'Onofrio, Doing a bang up job getting dressed. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was inspiring. And it is Kingpin. Like, that is the comic book version of Kingpin. And then they go and show Daredevil, who is not the comic book version of Daredevil. <laughs> Why? Why not just. He had the suit. What happened?
1: Well, I don't know. It's a minute long teaser. Settle your butt down. No! I want it
0: now! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Looks good. Oh, He's going back be. to his roots. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want to be a superhero. He wants to be vigilante.
1: So. Listening to you, what you want from Daredevil is like what I was like. Must be what it's like to listen to me and what I want about Doctor Who. This
0: is very true. <laughs> very very true. Um, it's just a quick teaser. It literally is D'Onofrio getting dressed, putting on the white and black. Well, the white suit with the black shirt, um, and then. I, am I wrong in saying that M- Murdoch throws a shirt into a fire and then burns his glasses?
1: Yes.
2: Okay, so that's it. Burning the glasses seems pretty unnecessary.
0: Well, he, he has to he has to make room for the ma- the mask. You can't wear the glasses underneath the mask or, God forbid, on and top of the mask. You can't
1: wear the mask until you completely destroy the glasses. <laughs> don't just put them in a drawer.
2: No, you don't want to hold those that for later. That shit
1: fly.
0: Well... It's You it's, don't want to give
1: yourself well, yeah. the option of going back to wearing glasses.
2: <laughs> oh, we don't know where he is. There might not be a drawer handy. I mean <laughs> But there is a fire we, handy. So Exactly. Emil. And he
0: is blind, so maybe he thought he was putting them into a drawer. I, maybe a he just thought he was. Putting, <laughs>
2: putting them into a very warm drawer. That's where he keeps his hand warmers. <laughs>
0: oh, blind choked.
2: This is showing
0: the the the, the return of Kingpin outside of his prison garb and being it seems like trying to show that he's much more in control now and Daredevil getting rid of his murdoch and just going full on vigilante I'm okay with it, I can't wait to see it because D'Onofrio is one of my favorite parts actually one of my favorite characters in all of the Netflix Marvel series this is, this is I think he did a phenomenal job as kingpin, and I want to see more.
2: And hopefully, there is little to no Electra. Hopefully.
0: Moving on. BBC America, Karen. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. I saw.
0: I saw. (laughs) (laughs) a reaction. (laughs) I I had rehearsal (laughs) message. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Uh, but BBC America is bringing Doctor Who to New York Comic Con, so they're showing the premiere it yes. was like 145 the, broadca- <laughs> the
1: broadcast of the premiere is being timed to coincide with the, with the you know whatever they the event they're doing at comic-con and so then they're
0: doing a follow-up interview or q or a Q&A with whitaker and chris chibnall chibnall okay and strevens who's that
1: executive producer
0: okay thank you I don't know much about who even though I read like the article. I
1: know, but the it's right next to his name in the article. his oh, executive producer.
0: Oh no, I just I'm reading Q&A with Whitaker, Jim, oh, and Strevens. I didn't. I looked
1: a few lines above yeah,
0: that. Yeah. Um so that's going to be a big deal.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I can't believe it's only a week so, less and, uh, like this time next week we will know what the new doctor is like.
0: Yep. Yes, we will. Well, oh, some of I'm us so will. Excited. Um, I
1: will. I'm going to watch it at night. I Oh, because well, so they're going to rebroadcast it at eight o'clock.
0: So, but the one forty-five is just—is that—is that just at New York at, New, at the Comic Con, or are they no, airing that's, it? No,
1: they're they're airing it on BBC America at the same time as the event is. Oh, I
0: thought they were just doing something special at like BBC America is presenting it at New York Comic Con, not on BBC America. No. The channel. See, so they're showing it twice. The new
1: season hits BBC America timed to the UK premiere. So it's showing it, I guess, that's 645 a night over there. Gotcha. And it's 145 in the afternoon here. And then that's when the Comic-Con premiere is going to be as well. So everybody gets to watch it at the same time. So for once, those nerds at Comic-Con, who <laughs> I wish I was one of, do not get to see something ahead of the rest of the world. There just at go. the same time they do get to hang out with jody
0: though yes because she's going to be wandering around the show floor so
1: well, th- i mean they get to be in the room and watch the Q and A after
0: that's true very true so
1: and i'm gonna be at a fucking rehearsal
0: bbc america 145 then again at eight o'clock and if you are at new york comic-con they i'm assuming they're going to be at uh uh, at the, well, it's not Hall H, because that's San Diego. No, it's
1: the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. So they're not even doing it at that's New York Comic-Con. Thing.
0: They're not doing it at the Javits Center. They're doing it at...
1: Con- I think Comic-Con hasn't it in the last year or two, like, expanded halfway across the city.
0: Well, yes. The city is not that big. <laughs> I know. Um, But they, it's very... like they're, The places that they're spreading out to are very independent. Just, like... The the theater, the garden, and and then, like, six blocks away is another theater that they're doing something else at. It's weird. Like, if they just ran the Javits Center a little bit better, they could do all of that shit in one spot, but they
1: don't. Well, they should just put you in charge of everything. Nope.
0: eh? Not going to (sighs) happen. Moving on. (laughs) IndieWire.com. I like this. I like this interview. By the way, I, I, I read the, the full thing. Um Rosario Rosario Dawson may be done with her Marvel universe and helped write her final scene on Luke Cage. Now, I haven't seen Luke Cage. You guys have, correct? Mm-hmm. And what and and this scene happened in the previous season of Luke Cage or Yeah. Okay. I'm just making sure that it happened. Um so apparently the original interaction between the two of them was more sided with Luke and she helped massage it a little bit. And it, it showed it, it gave her character the the send off that she felt it deserved. Um, the, <laughs> the, the interview goes on to, to, to talk about her geekiness and how much this character meant to her and to other people because she is a non-powered hero like she helps that she is the hero that helps the heroes and it's pretty cool but then she goes on to talk about her 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 fandom of all things star trek especially next generation and she it seems like she's got the hots for Picard so she's really jazzed about him coming back and she throws out the fact that you know hey if you're looking for help i am all about being a klingon have you seen my five head and it took me a half a second Ah. to get that joke and i was like oh that's cute (laughs) she's adorable i like rosario i i I, she was it watching the netflix series whenever she showed up like it was a fun easter egg for for me um i don't know what happened in luke cage what what separates them but I mean,
1: it's not like she couldn't be back in the universe if she wanted to it's just as of right now there's nothing she there's nothing there for her
0: gotcha well I Which
1: sucks because I like
0: her I like her I like Claire right yeah yeah Claire night nurse
1: I mean frankly, give me a show about her Colleen and Misty night and maybe Karen Page can show up every once in a while and I'm good
0: I, okay, I'm all right with that. I'm okay with Let's that. Let's really, do I am. that, Marvel.
1: Marvel, call me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, check it out. It's it's a it's a it's a cute little interview, and it shows how much she actually cared about the character, which is nice. <sighs> All right, we're <clears throat> moving on. Cfi dot com. Um. Now, this show hasn't hit the air yet, has it? The Star Wars Resistance. Um,
1: I don't believe so. I don't think so okay. no.
0: So. Star Wars Resistance voice actress Rachel Butera, Butera, Max. I'm gonna go
1: with Butera. Butera,
0: okay. Max Kavanaugh accuser Christy Bal- blazy Blazey Ford. Thank you. I was gonna say, and I and I had to like Ballzey Ford was just popped into my head. I'm like, I know that's not right. I can't say it out loud and, and make. I watched this video, and. It is, it's disgusting on many levels. Not just what she says, but the visuals and the personality that exudes out of it. Like, I it,
2: this is this.
1: It's, this woman needs to be out of a job. Yeah. Post haste.
2: Yeah. Post haste. Disney was on top of getting rid of James Gunn, and this is like, it's been almost a week. We haven't heard thing one about this. Like, get that woman out of that part. That part in specific. Yeah. If, if Carrie Fisher was alive, she would just have this woman's throat bronzed on her mantle right now. Like, no. Just no. I. I it is disgusting to think that this woman will be playing a freaking a, a Princess Leia. So, no. Boo. Thumbs down. Fire her, Disney. Drop that band hammer that you were so happy to swing at James Gunn. Yeah.
0: Um, Her Twitter account has been deleted. Um, I just Googled it to see if there's any... No. No. The fans are, are harassing her. So, no. They're bringing to attention what she has done is wrong. And... If, you, if you, you, you know, can't take the heat, stay out then of don't
1: the... don't be an asshole. Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> like, don't be a douche. I, see, with the, with the internet and all of the social media, yet again, people are given a platform that do not deserve it. You're a voice actress. Just shut up and voice act.
2: I don't know, know that I necessarily agree with that. Like certain people, do I do not don't deserve the platform.
0: <laughs> this is a
2: everybody deserves the platform of Twitter, and just because she's a voice voice actress doesn't mean that she should shut up and just voice act. I I, I, can't, uh, no, I can't I can't sit by that. Yeah. But at the same token, like if you have if you if your position with that platform is a position where you have, like hundreds of thousands of followers perhaps you should be a little bit more careful with the kind of crap you want to spew especially if you're voicing a children's program and you want to go ahead and make fun of a even alleged rape victim on a public on a public forum isn't pretty piss poor taste like watch yourself if you're going to be in that position so
0: here is my point to defend what i just said she is a voice actress who has probably hundreds of thousands of followers Okay, because she is a voice actress, not because of her political beliefs or or the things that that, like she became famous or she has fame for voice acting. Okay, if -hmm. you want to talk voice acting, go ahead and use that platform. If not, stick, stick to what you know or what what people want to hear from you. And that's.
2: But it's her personal Twitter account. You know, it's not her. It's not her. This is my official voice voice actress as Princess Leia account. That's like getting pissed at Chris Evans for calling out a a Kanye West for being a moron. I mean, like, not everybody's going to deal. I agree with that ideology, but it's his Twitter account. It's not. It's like getting pissed at Donald Trump for saying a bunch of stupid crap on his Twitter account. I can be pissed at Donald Trump for saying stupid crap on the president of the United States Twitter account, but I can't get pissed at him for saying stupid shit on his Twitter account See, because I, I, it's and, his. And my it's, point
0: is, is that that platform has now been provided to everybody, and there are people out there that do not deserve the platform. They do not deserve the soapbox to stand on and shout out their, their views.
2: I gotta fundamentally disagree with you. For as much as I hate the things that most people say on the on the internet, it's the right to say them. But yeah, I'm we'll just have to agree to disagree on that point. I'm not saying don't say them. You could say whatever you want.
0: I'm not saying do not have your beliefs. It is a a, a medium that is broadcasted to everyone. That's
2: my well. Point.
1: I can say that this borders on like. Hate speech, which is something that should be banned on Twitter and isn't.
2: Yeah, there should be consequences for her speaking like that. Absolutely.
0: Let's move on to a nicer t- topic. I went. Let's. Okay, so was it last week that you told me a friend of yours was on Jeopardy? Yes, yes. Okay. This is not that friend, correct? No. Okay, because <laughs> as I read this article, I was like, oh shit, is that really?
1: No, she was uh, she was married many many years ago. Okay, we went to her wedding. <laughs> so,
0: so from TVLine.com, dot com, Jeopardy contestant proposes. <laughs> Jeopardy contestant proposes to girlfriend during show taping. So listen, the exclamation points
1: <laughs> in the title don't. I had to. I had to. <laughs> um,
0: it's adorable. Like, apparently, th- I haven't watched Jeopardy in a dog's age. Apparently, they do a little. Like interaction at the beginning to interview or to introduce um, each of the contestants and you know Alex normally has a, a card that has some sort of bits and pieces of information on it, and for this guy, it was predetermined that you know everybody's going to be in on this little thing and he proposed to his now fiance because she said yes
1: she said what is yes
0: and that's the adorable part she
1: Phrased it in the
0: form <laughs> of a question. God. So there you go. Some some good things happen on Jeopardy as well.
1: <laughs> yes, Chrissy, my friend, who was on Jeopardy, did a great job. But she uh, she, she didn't came get in second on her episode.
0: Oh boo! <sighs> Better luck next time.
1: <laughs> still still an impressive feat. Way to go, Chrissy.
0: Yeah, I I I know I couldn't. I whenever I watch it's funny cuz if jeopardy happens to be on in the background of whatever room i happen to be walking into i will blurt answers
1: mm-hmm.
0: always incorrect
1: <laughs>
0: always it's
1: it's uh, it's funny i noticed somebody pointed this out and i forget what I, oh i think they were talking about it on jack ryan um not on jack ryan but a podcast that was talking about jack ryan how if you want a shorthand for saying that your character is smart you just have them watch jeopardy and get a couple of the answers right <laughs> <Yep>.
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> especially if the people in the jeopardy episode get it wrong a, I'm like oh a, this guy's a, really smart that's also
0: <laughs> yes i like that I, that is a good shorthand yes i agree with that cuz every time i watch tv and someone's playing doing well on jeopardy i'm like wow that even the people on jeopardy i'm like wow that's shockingly intelligent so it's cute check it out um It's, like, one of the nicer things to come out of Jeopardy in a while. (sighs) IndieWire.com brings us more Black Mirror information. Uh, I thought, and I was correct when I thought this, uh, Black Mirror has come out always in December. It was, like, I felt like that was the thing. Um, It's coming out this December. Uh... The 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 get the interesting part about this information, this article, is that they're going to do a a choose your own adventure kind of episode, which, which is I have cool. like. Apparently, they're doing it with their children's programming. Have you guys? Seeing as I don't have children, um, have you interacted with anything choose your own adventure e on Netflix? We have not. We have not. I'm madly curious on how that works. 'Cause my 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 interpretation is watch the show, have two choices. Pick a choice. Because that's how the books were. Like if mm-hmm. you want him to turn left, turn to page forty two. If you want him to turn right, turn to page seventy eight. Like, that's what I want it to be. And if Black Mirror is doing that, their stuff is really involved. Their mm-hmm. stories are heavy. So I'm curious as to how this is going to pan out because that makes the endings like te- well technically there only has to be two endings but it's just the path of getting there so it's going to be like multiple episodes laced together
1: I wonder if what it'll be is like um, the kind of th- I know, maybe this is lame but what if the kind of like no matter what you choose you will end up at the same inevitable ending it's just how Ooh. you get there
0: that's an interesting play on That'd it as well neat. see like this is I like this this is interactive television I'm okay with that I like Black Mirror too I think they I've I watched a, a, a handful of the episodes and some of them are really unnerving like most of them are actually really unnerving it's a good show I don't have we have we talked about Black Mirror I feel we, like
1: we did watch one
2: I don't think we have
1: Oh, maybe it was in the old days when we didn't all watch each other's episodes. That's
2: yeah, it. I think maybe you had brought it up before, but I've never seen an episode of the show. Ooh. Really? Yeah,
1: mm.
0: it's 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 good. There was there was this whole one about um getting likes on whatever social media platform that they were running with, and if you if like you got if you are your overall score fell below a certain number line like you were fired and your life like you just it everything turned for you so everybody was all about getting likes and smiles and five star ratings or like it was like I could see society getting to that point not in the near future but I could see it ending up eventually that way and that's the disturbing part of the show because everything is slightly possible and if it does turn out that way we are screwed like we are (laughs) all screwed Uh, so this December I'm trying to figure out how it's just the fourth season I remember them being short seasons Um, choose your own adventure blah 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 so yeah check that out Netflix damn Still, so good stuff on Netflix. All right, um, EW.com. Last Man Standing ratings surprise. Fox revival wins Friday night. I, 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 I don't. Uh, I've seen a couple. Of, I've seen a bunch of this show, but it was on like Netflix, so I didn't know if it was still on TV. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know it got canceled. I didn't know it got brought back. And apparently, all of that shit happened, and it did well better than expected with a 1.8 rating 8
2: million yeah this is a pretty interesting situation because it was one of those um abc canceled it and then in the new episode on like fox picked it up because this is a sitcom told from a uh you know conservatives perspective um so it's very uh you know yay trump Mm -hmm. yay republicans kind of stuff and um it was like, you know, ABC canned the show with a certain degree of ratings and then it went to Fox and the premiere on Fox not only beat the last couple of seasons on ABC, but that was filled with like lots of digs at ABC for canceling the show in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think the show's a piece of crap, but uh,
1: <laughs> I guess it's in the right place now. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's in the right. It, it's <laughs> found Excuse its me, home it's in the
1: right garbage bin now.
2: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, but I mean, yeah. You know, I, I mean, good for them. I don't. I don't hate Tim Allen. I don't particularly like Tim Allen, but I find him to be a. I know he is a uh, he's a Republican dude, and uh, I find I have not found him to be like standing, you know, on the you know Confederate flag or anything, you know, yelling yay Nazis. I, I don't find him particularly offensive, which is not something but, that I can say side, about a lot find of. Uh,
0: funny. Because this is a sitcom. It's supposed to be a funny show.
2: Um, I don't find this show funny in the least. Okay. Um, I used to enjoy Home Improvement as a small child <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, and I think he's great in the Toy Story movies. So
0: Okay. So he's got some things going for him. Um, it, in this article, they also discuss uh, how the ratings for Murphy Brown, the return of Murphy Brown was... Not what people had hoped for.
2: Um, that was kind of surprising to me, actually.
0: Well, I see. What's weird is I found out that Murphy Brown was coming back because of a billboard I saw somewhere, and like it is the worst-rated revival. Uh huh. Which is, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't remember. I, I can't remember how big of a splash murphy brown made you know however many years ago it was was it 20 years was a
2: pretty big deal when it was on
1: sure was it won a bunch of awards and whatnot
2: yeah it it, you know covered a lot of topics that no other shows were covering at the time what was it there was a whole big thing with the when we were just watching the premiere of the good place they had a um a little like murphy brown retrospective on and um the uh uh, what was it um they were talking about this thing I, the whole thing i forgot about cuz a lot of this happened when i was pretty young mm-hmm. but this whole bit where um uh Dan Quayle like was really publicly denouncing the show for uh you know um
1: because Murphy was a single mom
2: yeah glorifying non-christian values of you know having you know glorifying her being a single mother without a, her husband living with her and raising that and it was like it was kind of groundbreaking at the time and really that that wasn't that long ago so I guess we have come a long way, yeah. <laughs> regardless of how much further we still need to go. But um, the, you know, this show was kind of a—it was kind of a big deal, and it was pretty well loved. Uh, I, I was surprised to see that its ratings weren't pre- weren't high. You know, mm-hmm. um, they're
0: actually pretty low, which is unfortunate. Um,
2: it is.
1: I, I mean, like, I didn't see it, but I feel like it might have gotten uh, a, a taken a negative hit from just like coincidence of the day that it aired on because it was the same day that the whole Kavanaugh um, trial or uh, hearing was televised and I feel like after the whole day of news people wanted to just like go curl under a blanket and cry or like watch the same Parks and Rec episode they've seen 3,500 times like Murphy Brown is like it's great stuff but it was like it's a challenging show it's an intellectual thing and that I don't think was the thing that people were in the mood for that day
2: yeah I mean it is still a sitcom at the end of the day but I mean we're talking about the first episode had a a cameo from Hillary Clinton in it and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people didn't want to watch something that was politically motivated at the end of at the end of that particular day so it is it uh, that I didn't even think about that Karen that doesn't make a lot of sense it's a victim of circumstances it just kind of stinks that of all the shows to be revived and to kind of get steamrolled by the world uh it's a shame that this one which is one of the ones that i do think i i think Murphy brown you know this many years later is an interesting story to tell you know um i i i think that's a neat idea because it's one of those things like the not not just the you know American landscape has changed so much since since then, but so has what news is, you know mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of what this show is about so I think that would be a really interesting premise for a show and it's a well, is what it is
1: I mean, it was only one week, it's not like it's cancelled, so let's see what happens
2: Yeah, exactly Very
0: true, very true. Um, Next up, The Verge uh, Off air Chris and I were discussing um the dragon prince because we are both big fans of uh, avatar the last airbender cora and chris and myself yeah not not as much but chris loves the new voltron like this show has some some bona fides to it and
2: these are different folks this is also something that um i uh Go on for a second. I need to. Uh, I need to find this post because Alex Weisak cleared up something. I think I made some incorrect statements about the lineage of this show when we talked about it last week. So I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, okay. So uh, as correct we, that
0: we have discussed that we're both very interested in it, and I don't. I can't remember if we actually discussed it. I'm pretty sure we did on the show that the the animation itself left a little bit to be desired. Now it's still very pretty it is a beautifully done show there are just some scenes of animation some motion scenes that just feel off and i can speak for myself i think i'm four episodes four or five episodes in uh, uh, and the story is so good that it's making me forgive the, the imperfections of the art
2: um not even just the art. Like this, the, Not, this no, article look, explains. It, like you can take any still shot. Like just pause this show at any moment, and it's always gorgeous. It's the way it moves. It's, it's the way it's, it's animated. It's Just broken. Uh, real quick, um, here's the the, the clarifications. Because uh, I had I had talked about how um the, who this show was made by. I think I said pretty much the same thing to my friend Alex, okay. uh, you know, geeked alum, super cool dude, Alex Weizack. He said, Dragon Prince was created by a team that consisted of some of the writers and directors of Avatar The Last Airbender, most notably Aaron he has, I'm terrible at pronouncing names, E-H-A-S-Z, and Giancarlo Volp, while Voltron was created by Joaquin DeSantos, who not only was a writer for Justice League Unlimited, but directed much of Korra and the final season of Avatar The Last Airbender, including the final two episodes. Meanwhile, Michael DiMartino and Brian Konietzko, the, creator, the actual creators of Avatar, have nothing to do with either shows, and have mostly worked on their own books and stuff until now with the announcement of their upcoming live-action Avatar show. So I was getting confused because uh, I was talking a lot about Dragon Prince around the same time this news was breaking that the actual original creators of The Last Airbender were doing the live action show, and not the uh, the people involved. Okay. In uh, in this are not the original creators of Avatar. They're just people that worked on The Last Airbender.
0: Okay. Well, with that said, they are doing a phenomenal job story
2: wise. I agree. Um. I I. I was surprised when Alex told me that uh, because I, th- I feel like the storytelling is on par with uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, which uh, some of the people I've spoken to do not uh, necessarily agree with me in that assessment. But I got to say, I am freaking riveted by this show.
0: And it's 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 one of those that you have to like for me, I have to tear myself away from and say, no, I, I don't want to fall asleep on this show. God forbid I turn on the next episode and start to nod off. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, apparently the the fans have made it known that the animation is wonky. And the creators are listening. So what this article is saying is, we hear you. And if Netflix gives us a season two, we're going to do everything in our power to improve it. We're going to take into effect everything that you're saying and we're trying to we will do what we can to make it look better
2: and that Netflix hasn't already committed to a second season of this is terrifying to me because I'm enjoying it so much and I feel like not enough people are talking about it like I just don't feel like it's getting any buzz which is a shame because it is
0: really really good I everybody that I have interactions with I'm like have you seen Dragon Pit gotta watch Dragon Pit watch it Watch it. Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. Go check it out. It's so worth the watch. And I preface it. I say, the art is wonky. You'll get used to it because the story is so good. And then when I say it, it reminds me of Avatar, nine times out of ten people just say, oh, okay, and are sold. Because it is it is very reminiscent of Avatar, That the feeling. Oh, yeah,
2: it's structured like that, too, with the whole, like, book one situation yeah. they got going on. Yep,
0: yep, yep. It's so... Please, please, people listening, check out the Dragon Prince and keep in mind that the creators are listening. They know what they've done. They were trying something and it's not working out, so they are doing everything that they can to, to rectify that. I here's hoping that they get the chance. Next up, the rap dot com. Karen. Yes. So this is a A show that's going on so it's a halloween concert
1: Mm -hmm.
0: about wicked
1: i think it's of wicked okay like of some of the songs i don't think it's a full
0: right so it's not it's not they they clearly state this is not like that that the the thing that happened with jesus christ superstar like this is not that but it is a lot of famous people and friends and people and fans and whatnot getting together and and singing wicked songs so this seems like i guess so sounds like fun especially if you like wicked (laughs) i i I don't know wicked i mean i know it's a broadway show i know it's about the 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 pre-oz world about the witches of oz before oz
1: before dorothy
0: (laughs) pre-dorothy so check that out um it's airing October twenty ninth at ten p.m. Uh, on NBC.
1: Seems like it'll be a fun time. Yeah,
0: I mean the, the the picture there is cute. It's the you know.
1: Well, they're bringing back the original um, stars of the of the the original Broadway cast. Okay. The, when the show debuted, so and those are some super skilled performers. So that should be fun.
0: Cool. 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 All right. Um, I I have to click on this link so I can see where it came from there's a lot of words uh, society blog societyblogaustin 36 okay it's a blog um, this is about uh, why Tim Gunn left Project Runway ready? money
2: that's it
1: well, well, money yeah. and the fact that uh, Bravo kind of insulted the crap out of him with their offer.
2: Yeah, when when you say money like that, it kind of makes it sound like he was demanding some sort of pay increase, they, and not so much as a uh, they, offering him forty percent less than he was currently making, and him saying, "Yeah, I've been on this show for uh, you know forty, fifty years. You're not going to do that to me."
0: So they offered him forty percent less than his than his regular salary. And apparently Bravo execs felt that the two idols were old and stale. So Gunn and Klum accepted an offer from Amazon. It just makes yep. sense.
1: <laughs> Bravo being like, we have no idea what people like.
0: <laughs> so
1: there you go. It I,
0: I, I, It's probably better for for them, because can Amazon someone
1: just please go make a similar offer to Tom Colicchio, and then I never have to deal with Bravo ever again? It means absolutely
2: Oh, that'd be great. I don't know Top what chef. that means. What does that mean? Top Chef. Okay, thank you.
0: Speaking of chefs, hi, hi See what it did? Segue. Um, this is recu- this is and this is the last one it's coming to us from Nerdist. I don't know how I feel about this. Um. Netflix's new horror baking show has Henson Creatures and Treats. Is it a real cooking show? I couldn't tell.
1: I don't really know. Okay. But it looks cute. It looks
0: adorable. <laughs> it's, okay, so f- from what I can understand, um, the Creatures. Okay, the Curious Creatures. Nope, Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. It's a show about this woman who lives in a house and she makes. A, a, a fancy baked dessert kind of things and they're all creepy and and weird and she lives in what seems to be like like a monster's like house with three or four muppets and they interact and she bakes okay it looks adorable
1: uh, the, I'm you know what I didn't actually like I saw this link towards the end of the day didn't get a chance to watch the trailer and I didn't need to I'm fucking sold yeah all right there you got Henson you got baked goods I'm there
0: so <laughs> there is this uh, okay so they, they have a, a what looks to be a werewolf Um. Uh, 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 oh uh, uh, one creature that looks like a real cat and then one that looks like a mummy cat and You know, they have cute little interactions between her and the Muppets, and there's a scene in the trailer where they have this guy tied down and ball gagged, and they're like, and she goes, I say we kill him, and all the Muppets go, yay, and then she goes with kindness, and then the mummy cat goes, "Ugh, that takes so long. (laughs) I was sold at that point. That got me. It looks adorable. Um, once I get more information on it, because I really want to... S- I'm curious as if it's a real baking show. Like, is she teaching you as she's having this interaction with the Muppets? Or the, 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 the Jim Henson-esque characters? I don't know. That's what it I, seems like. So
1: It's like we don't have to wait that long to find no. out. It comes on next week.
0: Next week, October 12th, on the Netflix. So that is it that's all the news we got today
2: chris you got a spiel for me you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit you can like us on facebook follow us oops i lost my spot darn it was going so well (laughs) my friend was calling me and i had to look away for a second to hang up my phone you can find us on instagram at Geekade, subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content or follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where are you?
1: Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And
2: Evan, where are you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on GeekAid.com where we post something new every single day. Back to you, Evan.
0: Thank you, sir. Well done. All right. uh, Karen? Yes? It is your turn. Tis. What is your your Halloween-themed or creepy-scary-themed homework for us this week
1: <laughs> I put a lot of thought of this into this there's a lot of different ways I could have gone but I have to go with one of my favorite Halloween things that's ever happened on TV mm-hmm. uh, so we're going to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer season 2 episode 6 Halloween
0: <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer season 2 episode 6 Halloween there you go people that's your homework for this week join us next week when we keep talking the creepy From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan.
1: I'm Karen.
2: You said it, Haley Joel.
0: Good night.
1: And this concludes our broadcast day.